Hi everyone and welcome to the Day Coaching Podcast with me, Alessia Pacha. Bonus episode! I had to do this because it's that time of year, Married at First Sight UK. So I did things on the Married at First Sight Australia and that's where I called out Daniel and Harrison's behaviour as narcissistics. So we've got another one in the Married at First Sight UK and he's called Bradley and he is with Shona. So when you first see Shona, she's a very confident, um, sparkly, um, happy-go-lucky kind of kind of woman, right? And she seems really sure of herself in a good way. And she seems very, um, yeah, ju- just comfortable with who she is. And I, and I love that. And I loved her bright personality. She then gets matched up with this guy called Bradley or Brad, whatever. He, his, the way that he showed himself was that he was this namaste, meditation, spiritual guy who isn't um, all about looks. He's about what's inside, um, that that's all he cares about, that the universe is everything, da, 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 da. And that's what he's about. And he was a model and all of these things. And when I first saw his, like, you know, the, the bit where they're showing what they're like, I was like, mm, there's something about him, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And then on the day of the wedding, he seemed okay. Like there wasn't anything massive that came out for me. Again, though, I had that little niggle in my stomach and I was like, what is it? And then after the wedding honeymoon it was like everything's amazing that's the thing Shona kept saying everything's perfect and when I started to see that I thought now that is normally the sign of somebody knowing deep 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 down that things aren't now you can get someone that can go do you know what everything's so good between us yeah great yeah absolutely fine yeah everything's everything's really good yeah no we're really happy. Yeah, great. But if you watched them and how she would be the one that would always say it's perfect and how she would look at him before she would say that, it's those types of behaviours that I was watching. And on the honeymoon, you know, he seemed very loving and they would meditate together and all this kind of stuff. When they went into the apartments that's when his mask slipped and as a typical narcissist he did not see his behavior at all instead he just kept seeing hers so all he would do is focus on her behavior he would say that she was immature he would talk about her to other members of the um cast the cast members so that he was, you know, spreading the word, trying to make himself look like, oh God, you know, he's having to cope with a lot. He would project his authority. So he would say to her how he was almost better than her, really, but in other words, and how he his opinion was the right opinion. He was isolating her by making her feel she didn't need anyone else within the cast. It's just him she needed. And that it's not friends at first sight. It's married at first sight so they don't need anyone else they just need each other and that's what he kept doing he was honestly 
making me feel so angry. I'd be like, oh my gosh. And the one thing I really wanted was the um, the experts to really call him out on his behaviour. And I was really glad that Mel did. I actually, guys, just so you know, I've actually emailed them to ask if I can go on the panel so I could call out um, toxic red flags, toxic behaviours, everything, you name it. I'm just like, I want to be on that show so I can be that person that does that. Um, But anyway, Mel did, and I was really happy because I felt like they handled it better than the Married at First Sight Australia experts did. Though I've got to say, you know, Mel was on that panel. They were okay with Harrison, but they were, no, actually, no, they weren't okay. They should have done a lot more. So anyway, with Brad, they, you know, Mel said but you're acting, the words you're using is as though, I can't remember exactly how she worded it, but as though you, um, in other words, controlling her, you know, because he said that he would allow her to do this or not allow her to do that, something like that. So Mel called him out on that. He also told Shona to shut up in front of everybody and was not validating her feelings, her emotions around a situation and he was very much like brushing it all on the carpet like it didn't matter. So anyway, Mel kind of spoke about that, which was really, really good. I just hope that they start to label, because what I find with Married at First, that they don't label anything. And I guess there's like a huge like, oh, you can't label it. I, I, you know, all right, okay, fine. Maybe don't label it narcissistic, but you can label it as that's toxic. I think Mel might have done that actually, or, you know, that's toxic or that could be deemed as really, really like controlling abusive behavior or that's a red flag. Do you know what I mean? Just something like that, but, but really call people out on that. And I think at the start, people thought Georges, I'm sure that's how you say his name. I think people thought he was like that because he had quite a few misogynistic comments, but I think with Georges, it's more that he's immature rather than anything else. I think it's immaturity because you can see how much he's grown and how much better he is now with her and how he treats her, treats her well. Whereas, Bradley was more manipulative, gaslighty, um, tactical behaviour, you know, really, um, really abusive, really, you know, perpetrator style behaviour, coercive and control. So I hope that they call him out on that a lot more. Um, I have heard rumours that he's being kicked off apparently, and if that's the case, that's amazing. Um, and I hope that Shona gets all the support that she needs because that effect is, you know, it's a huge effect on your life. And you know what? Bless her, because what you could see, you could see such a change in her behaviour in such a short space of time. She became so much quieter. She became introverted. She would look at him before she would answer things. She would seek his approval for everything and seek validation. And she would would not say how she truly felt because she was walking on eggshells with him. So, you know, that's my take on it anyway. And I just think bless her heart and I'm sending her all the love and Bradley needs to have a real kind of reality check with himself um he isn't the be all and end all he's not God's gift he needs to look within and work on himself big time and that that's another thing that he would do is he would use his spirituality as a way to show he was a good person and as a way to almost project that he is this person that people should be like wow he's such a good guy and that's why I feel like he really does come under the communal narcissist like really does come under that that heading obviously narcissists can have various different um forms of narcissism within them 
Um, so for him, I would say communal is one of the big ones that stands out to me. But also, um, he has this like air of grandiosity as well. And, and yeah, he just certainly sees himself as something that's incredible. So again, that could come across as arrogance, um, which could be, you know, the overt narcissist. So um, it's just really interesting when you look at everything that how how many boxes that guy's ticked is unreal. So I really hope people have recognised that and seen that and have been able to recognise that that behaviour is not okay and you shouldn't put up with it. So those are my thoughts on MathSuck so far. I'd love to know what everyone else thinks. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoy the rest of the series. <laughs>